0: Hey, everyone, Dr. Emanuela here. And before we get into this new episode, I wanted to ask you for a quick favor. I can't believe we are coming to a close for season two. And I need your feedback to help me plan out the content and format for season three. So please take some time to click the link in the show notes to complete the quick survey that allows you to give me feedback to help with the format of the show, potential guests, and a ton of other things, including merch, which I will be hopefully launching with the premiere of season three. So please, again, take a few minutes. The survey is super quick. Click the link in the show notes and let me know what you think. Now let's get started with the show. Welcome to the Writing on My Mind podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Emanuela Stanislaus, doctor, coach, and diversity consultant. I finished my doctorate in four years while working full-time, traveling the world, and balancing a busy social life. And now I'm on a mission to create community for other BIPOC women to complete their doctorate degrees. Join me as I discuss the ups and downs of pursuing a doctoral degree. I'll be sharing personal stories, and I'm bringing some friends along for revealing conversations about their doctoral journey and provide inspiration for others to level up as doc students. Welcome to another episode of the Writing on My Mind podcast. This is Dr. Emanuela. How are you all doing today? It's the season two finale. Believe it or not, this season is coming to a close and it has been a challenging one for me, whether you know it or not. I haven't been feeling quite myself over this whole season, really, I left my previous role, as I've shared before, and started the transition to my current role at the beginning of season two. And it's been a lot, (laughs) y'all. I have been short-staffed, just like pretty much everyone these days, and have been trying to keep it all together. I know I'm not alone in this as I hear from some of my friends and other colleagues about how they are really feeling the stretch of uh, being short staffed and just being asked to do more with less. And despite all of that, I'm pretty proud of myself for pulling through this tough semester and making it through the end of season two. We have had some amazing guests, and I want to thank each and every one of them for sharing their unique stories to help all of you navigate the doctoral process as women of color doctoral students. I also want to thank all of you who continue to share the show with others and continue to share with me how much this podcast means to you. Uh, Please continue to share rate and leave a review to help others know just how much the show has helped you. Also know that rating and leaving a review is my love language. (laughs) I kid, but I'm not kidding. Reviews and ratings really help other people to discover the show and to just get a sense of what they can get out of the podcast. So please, please, please. It only takes a few seconds to rate and uh, leave a review on Apple Podcasts. So please and thank you in advance. Just so you know, while I'm gone, I plan on dropping a couple of bonus episodes. So stay tuned for some of those. I don't have a date in mind for when season three will launch, uh, really because I want to give myself some grace and freedom by not having a publicized date that I have to hold myself to. So no date to share for when season three will become available, but just know that it'll be sometime in the first quarter of 2022. I cannot believe I just said that. 2022. Wow. This is year of 2021 has just flown by. So anyway, just wanted to say thank you for all of the support and encourage you all to leave a rating and review, continue to share uh, and listen to episodes that you may have missed uh, during my little break that I will have. Today's episode is centered around sharing what I wish I knew as a doc student And disclaimer, this list is not comprehensive, but these are like some of the main things that have been on my mind, especially uh, after a conversation that I had with a current doctoral student who is struggling with multiple things, including identifying as a doctoral student, expanding her network and figuring out where she wants her doctoral degree to take her. In episode eight, I asked you to send some of your thoughts around this topic of what you wish you knew or what you would do differently. And I have a couple to share uh, sprinkled through some of the personal items that I'll share in terms of the topic. So I have four things and again, this is not an exhaustive list, but four things that I know now that I wish I knew as a doc student. So the first one would be I would get my dissertation edited. Now, one thing that I haven't shared here is that I serve as an academic coach and dissertation editor for Heartful Editor. So I have the opportunity to review and provide feedback on dissertation proposals as well as the final dissertation defense document. And while doing so, I have just been kicking myself For not taking advantage of having a professional editor read over my dissertation. No one, especially like on my committee really mentioned or suggested getting an editor. So I didn't think that I needed one. Um, I did actually have a friend that mentioned that one of her committee members had a requirement of every dissertation where she was a committee member had to be edited if she was going to be a committee member. So that was part of the understood expectations of students that approached her. And I have mixed you know, feelings about having that as a requirement because there are additional and hidden costs associated with editing services. But either way, my personal dissertation has errors which could have been easily caught by even a general editing process. It is what it is now, and I can't change anything about it. But the way that it is, is an extension of me as a professional, right? And for you, that would be the same. And. In terms of branding, that is super important. And because of all of that, I would suggest looking into options that are available to you, affordable options. Uh, Heartful Editor is one of those affordable options, uh, and they're not a sponsor of this podcast, but I thought I would mention it. Um, But there are others. And so that is definitely the piece that I would say is that I would get my dissertation Edited uh, so that I wouldn't cringe when I read my dissertation to this day. So the second thing that I would say, or that I wish I knew, or would have done differently, is to take my time. If you listen to episode nine, where I talked to Myra Guyona, you would know that we talked about this very topic. In hindsight, there is value in taking your time even if I extended my graduation or defense for six months, that would have been super helpful for me. So in episode nine, Myra and I talked about the silent cost of rushing through the doctoral process. We didn't get down to the bottom of why we felt the need to rush, but it may be something associated with being children of immigrants or Uh, I'm not sure about Myra, but I'm a firstborn, so I always feel like there is a lot of pressure on me to push through and think about things later. I'm still paying for the decision to rush through as I did. I took four years to complete my doctoral degree, and uh, I did that while working a full-time job. And I may have been able to take care of myself in a more thoughtful way and could have potentially explored some other interests that I had that are only available to students, like maybe studying abroad or maybe doing an internship or fellowship. And so that would be my advice to those of you out there um, to just take your time, enjoy the process, and not rush through the journey. The third thing that I would do is not downplay what I was undertaking. So I know that for me, I downplayed pursuing a doctorate in a number of ways. The first was when people would ask me about it uh, or if they would seem a little overly impressed, I brushed it off. So kind of, you know, played coy um, as if it wasn't a big deal. and. The second piece, which is tied to the first piece, is that I mainly did this because I thought that people didn't care or wouldn't understand the process, but in the end, I think that I lost an opportunity to inspire others and help demystify the process, as well as expand people's understanding of the doctoral journey, which a lot of people don't know much about. I know I personally was learning about the process as I was going through it. And I think it would be helpful for others who maybe have had thoughts about pursuing their doctorate or never thought of it and could be inspired to pursue it, I think it would have been great for them to hear more about my process or for me to let them in so that they can learn more about my process and the overall process in general. As there are many people who feel that those with doctorate degrees are pretentious or elitist and I think by me sharing, I could have definitely demystified that. The other reason why this is on my list is that by talking about my experience, I could have made room for people to be there for me in ways that could have sustained me during my doctoral journey. So those are all of the pieces that are kind of tied to not downplaying what I was undertaking as it could have helped me in a number of ways as well as inspire others. So. The fourth thing that I would have done differently is spend more time in the halls of my program. Again, this is something else that I've shared before on this podcast, but I think it bears repeating. There are so many casual conversations and random opportunities that are available to those who have more face time with faculty. I worked full time, as I shared before, while pursuing my doctorate, but there were ways for me to find time in my day to be there to have informal conversations. However, I didn't prioritize that. And that is something that I wish that I knew beforehand. There was one time where my program was interviewing candidates for faculty roles, and I made a point of being there for that day. But I only did that because I wanted to learn more about the process. Should I want to pursue a faculty role in the future and so it was more so strategic in nature for future potential uh, future career paths. While I was there I got some insight into other dynamics that I missed from simply going to class and not necessarily being in the halls. The interviews occurred during my final year so I felt like I learned too late in the process about the value of being in the hall, So I, I learned it too late to make a real difference or impact in the relationships that I had with faculty. And so that would be my piece of advice to spend some time, more time in the halls, spend some time getting to know your faculty because you just never know how those relationships will help you expand your dissertation topic, maybe even um, access to research opportunities, or even insight into other career opportunities. Now, related to this topic, the Dunn Dissertation Coaching Program uh, submitted a comment related to what they wish they knew or would change, and they said, Getting through a doctoral program is more about people and understanding the process than it is about writing the product or the dissertation. Going in as a student, you think it's all about writing, but you quickly learn you got to know the politics of people and the process to get through. And I thought that was so insightful. That was like a bite-sized tip that has so much goodness in it. And I think it really ties into what I shared before. The people part is the biggest part to this whole thing that we're not really emphasizing a lot when we get into these doctoral programs. And so I think learning more about the faculty, learning uh, more about the politics that are involved, right? And we talked a little bit about that in my previous episode, where I talked about getting your dissertation committee together. That was episode eight of season two. Uh, And so I thought that that was super insightful. Thank you for sharing that comment. And you know what? I actually have five things. I forgot about this fifth thing that I know now that I wish I knew as a doctoral student is that I wasn't the only one who felt unconfident. Everyone is trying to figure it out and most people are faking it a little bit. And I think we need to realize that. Like even till this day, I still don't feel all the way confident in my big age with my doctoral degree And that's a feeling that may not go away. So we should get more comfortable knowing that others may be feeling the same way that we're feeling and not add to our feelings of not feeling confident by beating ourselves up. And to this, I have a couple of people who submitted comments to that were kind of related to this in terms of, you know, not feeling confident. And so uh, Dr. Kasimu said, writing your dissertation is a lonely process. And kind of in that same vein, Dr. Linnell Hodge said, find a community to write with. The process can be very lonely. And Miss Asimioma said, come in with a lot of patience, or the process will teach you how to be patient. And I thought that all of those were kind of wrapped up in this whole thing. I know personally, I didn't feel super confident with writing, and I could have definitely benefited from having more community around that activity to help me feel more confident in my writing abilities. Uh, Also seeking feedback because feedback is what helps us to get better. It's not an indictment of you as a person and your writing ability. It's more aligned with getting you to find your voice and to Share your thoughts as precisely as possible. And the last comment I got could probably go under this area, but I think it's in general. And it's something that we haven't talked about on the podcast yet, but maybe, you know, in the future we might. And this comment comes from Charles, who said, It's okay to drop out if it's not something you really want. I went and got an MBA instead. I think a lot of people do it because they think they're supposed to, but if you don't really want it, then it's better to spend your energy elsewhere. And Charles really brings home the idea of giving yourself permission to stop, right? And that could be for a number of reasons. And for him specifically, I'm not sure why he decided to drop out, but he decided that he wanted to put his energy towards something else, something that made more sense for him, his life, his career, that sort of thing and so uh you know that might be something that we might talk about in the future, uh maybe how to know or maybe those who have done it, and what that process has been like. Uh, I know personally I did go through some, I guess, surfacey y uh, types of feelings around dropping out or, you know, ending the program and that sort of thing. I, I don't think it was uh, a serious thought. <laughs> it wasn't a serious thought for me. I, d- I didn't really go into uh, any research in terms of how I would go about that. But the thought did cross my mind on several occasions. <laughs> Uh, especially when I felt overwhelmed or thought that I wasn't going to be able to get over a hump that was in front of me. So that is my list of things that I wish I knew or things that I would do differently. And just to recap, I would get my paper edited. I would take my time in the process and not rush I wouldn't downplay what I was undertaking on this doctoral journey to inspire others. I would spend more time in the halls of my program to network with faculty, and I would also not beat myself up and know that other people were feeling not as confident as I was. So that is it for today's episode. Season two is a wrap. Stay tuned for season three in 2022. Please, please, please take a quick moment to complete the survey in the show notes to share your feedback and help influence the topics for next season's episodes look out for season three sometime in the first quarter of 2022. I'm planning again to release a couple bonus episodes while I'm gone. So keep an eye out for those. Otherwise, I'm giving myself grace and not holding myself to a specific launch date. Uh, During my break, I am going to prioritize rest and I hope that you are able to prioritize rest during the winter break. I'll also be planning out content for season three, like I shared. So don't forget to complete the survey, which is linked in the show notes to share your feedback about the topics and guests that you'd like featured on the show, and even segments that you'd like to see incorporated in future episodes. Thank you in advance. I appreciate you taking the time to do that for Season 3, I am thinking about covering some general topics to help you successfully navigate the doctoral journey and make it out successfully and feature some guests who do not have their doctoral degrees and maybe even some male-identifying individuals. So stay tuned. I also want to say good luck on finals and end of semester writing projects. Wishing you luck in those areas and again hoping that you get some much needed rest during the winter break and that's it for now. Uh, I'll see you on the next episode and the next season. Bye! Thank you for listening to another episode of the Writing on My Mind podcast. If you'd like to support the podcast, make sure you subscribe and rate the show on Apple Podcasts and spread the word to other women of color doctoral students to grow our community. Be sure to follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Dr. Emanuela. And if you're looking for a group of real women of color doctoral students to help you accomplish your goals, join the Writing on My Mind community by visiting writingonmymindpodcast.com. See you on the next episode.